I'm trying to do everything for my family that they couldn't do for me, no do I'm trying to have me some diamonds and money to cars and all of these hoes I'm trying to hop on a flight, have everyone looking up and guess what and we guess on. What on They all telling me take my time, some problem messy, nasty foe, we don't go Alright, what's up guys, we're back with episode, oh shit, episode 5 of Spurlock's Block Welcome everybody back to the block, it's always a pleasure having y'all come down to the block <laughs> But now, um, I hope y'all enjoyed last episode with Jesse major major thanks for him coming through for our first friends and family segment it was a lot of fun um i enjoyed him coming and talking about oh pause <laughs> i enjoyed him coming to the show and talking about you know how he felt about being self-made and just the whole ideas about like you know receiving help from others and you know reciprocating that energy in all type of different forms it was really exciting i didn't expect him to get into that in detail about it so it was great to see him that passionate about a topic on the show as well so like i said major major thanks to him i'm gonna do a lot more segments really soon um a lot more segments soon where y'all do get to hear from my friends and family about some important stuff so y'all just you know please stay tuned to that keep sharing liking the show and stuff like that before i get into it i gotta tell y'all i have a huge surprise for y'all so actually on this day, on April the 3rd, as I'm recording this, I want to let y'all know that we are now live on all streaming platforms. Yes, sir. We are now live. Uh, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, and that's it. <laughs> I know I said all, but it's it costs money to be on the spot. If you're really doing podcasts the right way, it costs money to be on the streaming platform. And money that I do not have, but I know I, I want to get the show at least on two very important platforms that are used with used by most people that I know and just in general, which is Apple Podcasts, one that I use myself, and Spotify. So please, please go check us out. All the old videos are on there as well. So if you haven't watched them on YouTube, please catch up on your rides to work and stuff and watch the last four episodes. I would be greatly appreciative of you doing that. Just want to let y'all know that, but I'm super excited for that. It took me forever. <laughs> Every episode, I'm literally telling y'all, it's going to come, it's coming, it's coming, and it's finally here, so, boom. Um, What's next, what's next, what's next, what's next on the agenda? Uh, Let me see. I've been sipping some margarita. It's a margarita from, shout out Plaza Azteca, so that's why I'm, you know, real antsy. And plus, I'm excited, too, so. I always have fun coming to the podcast, which I want to do one regularly. Um, Today is not really, now, since I'm, we're back with ourselves, back by myself, I wanted to really um, talk about something important that I want to talk about, kind of get off my chest. It's not so much more as like a wise words of wisdom, more like a story time, I'm just expressing myself, because that's what I wanted this podcast for anyway. Um, we will have more guests on the show that are friends and family. Uh, it's really just to take time for, you know, logistically to get everybody's schedules together, but I'm hoping the next couple of ones, especially now it's getting nice outside, I go to different locations and talk to a lot of different people, so stay tuned for that. Um, but... Just know you will see my amazingly handsome face on this show a lot more by myself. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so let's get into it. Basically, I want to have this episode today because I want to talk about just me as a photographer, how I felt about it. So, when I first started doing photography, I I want to do one type of photography. I just wanted to be a music photographer. You know, I wanted to just shoot concerts, work with different artists locally and on big, you know, big scales and, you know, that'd be it. 
I didn't really see too much um, excitement and fun and do anything else. I did, of course, grad shoots and I did uh, special events, a lot of paid gigs and stuff, but it was just, you know, to get money and grow my name more than anything else. My real passion was in music photography and it still, it still is. I love music as a whole itself. That's why I do New Music Monday and I also wanted to take pictures and stuff like that, connect with artists. I, I just thought that was so amazing. I used to follow artists like um, Cam Kirk out of Atlanta, Gunner Star out of Atlanta, and even other artists like Valandis does like a lot of street documentary work in Detroit. So working with, you know, as you can see, working with black people, black models in general is really has always been my thing. Um, but music was the grand scheme of it all. Now that I've gotten more into my photography, especially during COVID and stuff, when I had a lot of time to sit down during quarantine, I really found myself enjoying a lot more aspects of photography. Like now it's not just, oh, shoot concerts and shoot tours and stuff. Um, I like to do a little bit of everything. I do more artistic work. Like I like my stuff to have a lot of vibrant colors in it. Um, I, you know, as y'all can see, I've gotten more into film photography now. So just growing myself in a different way than just one level of photography. Like I want to be a big photographer in every aspect of work. Like I want you to come see my work still see you know the pattern that you know that oh that's you know that's that's Rance's work but you you're also seeing different types of my work like it's not just in one segment one type of you know genre so that's I feel like how I've grown myself as an artist and as a person as well um what comes with that though is that when I look at people's work due to my very very stupid confusing Instagram algorithm I see so many different photographers every day, and it's just, sometimes I get overwhelmed with my own stuff because I feel like I'm not, I'm not as good, honestly, I'm not even, I'm not even going to circle, that's my, that's my guilty, that's my guilty thing, I'm, sometimes I have jealousy, I mean, everybody, I feel like everybody gets jealous in a sense, you know, you might just feel like you wish you were doing that, I'm not, if you're not, whatever, that's me, though. I'm not even going to lie, sometimes I look at your work, I just think, I give them credit where credit is due because it's so amazing and I'm so captivated by that stuff. And there's some some of those people and some of those projects and pictures give me inspiration for my own projects. But sometimes it also is, you know, it has me thinking like back on what I worked on. Sometimes it's like, dang, I wish my stuff could be that good. I wish I could, you know, create pictures that's that captivating with, you know, colors, dynamic range, the whole nine. It's the whole image, the set, everything. The whole storytelling is in his own. Um, and right now, I'm actually working on my book. I'm work, I'm trying to work on my first photo book. I've been thinking about it for a while, but I thought I I've been thinking that this year would be my first year actually putting it out and really you know saying okay I'm working on it. But what comes with that is you know being honest with yourself. You know it comes with saying, do I think I'm ready to put out a hard copy, an official tissue piece of art to say, this is mine, you know what I'm saying, like, this is my first big, important project, like, I've done many photo projects, I've done, you know, my photo and film projects, and they've been great, and I'm learning more about cinematography, as well as photography, and, in in, in, you know, congruency, but it's also like, you know, it's also like, it really makes me think, am I ready to make a book, though, like, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like a book, photography is like a big deal, I just feel like that's like everything. So I've been really, you know, struggling with, am I ready to put that out? Do I have no following, enough people that know me to want to even look at it? Not even about money. Like, I don't even, I don't know if I'm, like, make a price point for the book. 
probably so just because it costs money to manufacture the book. But even if I do, I don't want it to be a lot of money. But even even so, it's like, am I ready to people to even look at it, enjoy it, look back on it? Like, I don't want it to be like a one-time thing. I try to treat my art like, like music. Um, I was watching The Shop a couple of days ago with um, Danny, was it Donald Glover? I said Danny Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover on there with LeBron and stuff. And he was saying that, like, music is more, yeah, he said music is more important than movies and film. Because, you know, he does Atlanta, too. He said that to say that because music you can go back to over and over again. You can all, you might get tired of a song, but it'll take you a million times to listen to that song to get tired of it. With film and photos and stuff, I mean, I'm sorry, film and movies and TV shows, you can watch it one time and be done with it for, like, months on end and maybe come back to it later and be like this is a good show like you'll say when you first watch the episode that was a great episode but you won't go back to it and watch it again you know unless it comes back on you know on shuffle or something but music you're gonna tap that song listen to it say this is a great song rewind i want to hear it again you know what i'm saying so i try to do my art like that i want you i want to make pieces of art and photos and stuff like that and films that you can that you want to watch again. I want you to study my pictures and look at it and want to look at it again and again. And that's what I want my book pictures to be because that's important because now I'm really making a full copy thing and I want it to be I want it to be important. I want you to look at that book at that page and look at it again and again. Like every set has to be great. So and I say that to say like as I've been thinking about my place in, in the photography world and my place in myself, my mental space of how I want my art to come is come out. I keep I'm, I keep doing that as a discussion. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking like I don't know. I don't think I'm ready. Like I, I just feel like I'm not ready to do that yet. I really want to be, but I feel like I don't know. I just I honestly feel like I don't think I ever be ready. I feel like I should just be. I told myself the other day maybe I should just be comfortable in the place I'm at. You know, maybe I should just be comfortable just doing you know good art. You know, take good pictures and stuff with great people, but don't go no no don't get any farther than that you know just stay in my bubble in my circle now you know don't look to be this amazing photographer but any bigger than what i am and you know just be comfortable being a local good photographer and when i thought about it i sat on it for a while i kind of had like a complacency thing with it i was just like it's what it is it is what it is that's what i'm going to be and i feel like I was going to work, you know, I also work, I do photography paid too, and I was doing that, I just felt like, this is what it is, this is going to be my life, you know, and it was kind of like, I call it like the revolving depression door, because it's like, I'm sorry, the revolving photography depression, because it's like, when you're an artist, you're just doing these things, sometimes it gets like, it gets overwhelming, you just feel like you need to, like, when you're doing a lot of photos and work for, for money, if it gets, it just go, you know, it, you know, I can't even think, what's the word, I'm losing all track of the words right now. <laughs> It gets repetitious. Yeah, it gets repetitious, and it's just like you know, it's just you're just doing it for money. You're not having no passion in it. And we're doing projects for passion, but you haven't done it in a while. You feel like your pictures all coming on crazy because it's been so while. You gotta like jump back on, like just like riding a bike again for the first time. So I don't know. I just, I just, I was gonna. That was my mindset. You know, I was gonna go no bigger than that. I was gonna focus on like a lot more paid gigs, like doing weddings and special events, and that was just gonna be it. So I, you know, I felt like that for a couple of days, and I, you know, I was coming to accept it as what it's going to be. But then I got in the shower and then I thought about, you know, back in the day, I started looking at old pictures of myself and like, you know, little BTS shots and 
you know, old content I had with my friends and stuff when I first started. And I just, I thought to myself, I like, I was like, Rance, what are you doing, bro? Like, you bugging. Like, you really, I say I'm not, I was ready to give up, but I was really ready to just give it all up. All my dreams, aspirations to just be this, you know, mediocre photographer in a sense. You know what I'm saying? I was, and I thought like, that's terrible. Like, that is, that is absolutely terrible to feel like that. Because, especially because of outside opinions of people that didn't even tell me anything. Like, I'm feeling like this, and no, ain't nobody even telling me my work is bad or my work look like this and this and that. I'm just thinking about this because I'm so self-conscious so of myself. And I just thought that was terrible that I, I literally almost counted myself out. Like, I um, I really was counting myself out to say, I'm just going to be bleh. Like, I'm going to be meat. <laughs> and I was, and I just, I was like, no. Like, I didn't, I didn't start this journey as a photographer, as a creator, to just be some basic photographer. And as I got, as I grew into my work, you know, 2020 and 21, I didn't grow, you know, larger and work, do film photography and all these different things to do that. Like, you know, just be mediocre. And I was terrible. And I just, I was like, no, that's, that's a dub. Like, I'm going to now, now, whatever, I'm going to be the best. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best I can be in my work. Because I just I owe that to myself now. Like I really do. Like I owe that to myself to put that drive in myself this year and say, you know what? The book is coming. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I'm doing I'm gonna do these projects. Like, no, I owe that to myself wholeheartedly because I've I've been through so much as a photographer and just a person. Like, I've been through so much. And I you know, I at only twenty three I shouldn't count myself out already, you know, saying this is it, this is the rest of my life, this is what it's gonna be because Life is so short, man, but it's also so long, and it could be, it's so short, but you could also have so much, so many memories encompassed in there, and I need to embrace that, and embrace the fun, the good and the bad that comes with my art, me being a person, me being a black man, me being so many different things, you know what I'm saying, so many different avenues of a person, so, as I said, I really didn't have no, like, special wise of wisdom to share today, but I just want to talk to y'all and tell y'all how crazy it was, because I thought it was crazy to myself, and I want to explain that to y'all, that I really counted myself out, like, and it wasn't just, like, no day or two, like, it was a good, it was probably two, two weeks, like, two weeks I was feeling like that, I didn't really come to the conclusion that I was going to be mediocre or whatever until, like, you know, like, a week ago, like, a week, but definitely the first two weeks, like, the first week, I was already feeling like that, I was just like, yeah, this is what it is, so now it's like, now I got this whole new drive in myself. Like I, got, I bought a desktop. Um, I've been really studying my equipment. I've been really studying how to perfect my film shots and how to perfect perfect my film developing. Like I'm I'm ten toes in now. Like it's no stopping me now, and I feel so good to say that, and you know, put that on wax and do that too because I owe that to myself to be that person to be the greatest. Like now, I have no choice but to be the greatest. Like it's it's do or die time now for real. Like. My, I'm like, I'm going all in with this podcast, with the clothing line I got. We're going through rebranding right now, but I'm, you know, when we come back out, it's going to be crazy. I'm going all in with my short film. I'm definitely locking in on my short film now. I finally figured out which one I want to do. I'm locking in with the book and, you know, just connecting with artists and still doing a lot of photography that I still want to do in the beginning, in my early years, doing music. Like, I owe, that to my, I owe, I owe this to old me and new me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked hard back then to grind to the point I'm at now, and I worked. I'm working harder now to grind hard for the future I want. So, yeah, man, I'm ten toes down, I'm locked in. Like, there's no other way to put it. For real. I'm, I'm locked in for real. 
and that's just what it is. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to really talk about today. Like I said, I want to keep it short and sweet because I wanted to put this out there because I felt so passionate about it. And I'm and I didn't feel I didn't feel as passionate about it until I started talking about it right now. But because I played on wax, but yeah, man, it's gonna be a crazy summer. If you want to be a part of my book, I would love that. I always have a hard time getting models and stuff because I'm like kind of introverted. <laughs> so I don't know. I only, I only know like 20 people on top of my head that contact and just talk to. And a lot of my friends and stuff like that aren't, you know, aren't photogenic or they're not models. And I don't try to make them what they're not. <laughs> but if you are watching this and are interested in being part of my book and my projects, please, please, please let me know. Don't hesitate. I'm all ears. We can you know, collab on projects, ideas, that type of stuff. Please let me know. Um, just hit me up. Um, like I said, I am trying to do weddings and stuff now, so you know, everybody's getting married, so right now I'm trying to grow my business more into that, too. Um, you see me try to plug myself in, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. If you see, if you know somebody getting married, they need some baby shots, this and that, I'm trying to do a whole lot of that as well on my meantime. But for the book, definitely hit me up if you're trying to be interested, be into the book, be inside my book and stuff. Um, what else? What else am I doing? Um, oh, like I said, my clothing line, STNR Clothing Co. I don't have it on right now. I'm terrible. But we're working on the rebrand right now. We have a sale. We're dropping all prices. Me and my brother Mo, we're going dumb low with the price. Everything under single digits and stuff. So please, please, please tap in. Oh my gosh, everybody can call me. But yeah, tap in, guys. <laughs> tap in for sure. We're not going to do it too long. Once we get the new stuff rolling, it's going to evolve forever. So whatever you don't got, we, you don't got. So I'm talking about, like, for real, $5, $2 t-shirts, $5 hoodies. Like, we're trying to get it out, get everybody a piece of, you know, Scheme to New Regime. So all y'all shop. I'm going to put the information at the bottom of here so y'all can know where to shop at, where the Instagram is, and everything like that. All right. So before we get out of here, guys, let's do some Good Music Monday. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Got a couple. I don't know. I just, I still feel like music is not hitting this year. Like, there's been some good artists and some good albums dropping. Like, January was crazy. Like, January had Gunna, Babyface, Corday, uh, and Lee had a good tape. Everybody had good music. And then, you know, you, you had a lot of young boys. <laughs> we had, you know, Dirt Tape just came out. We had Benny Tape. So, we had good tapes. I'm not saying we haven't had a good year, but it's like last year, the past couple years, like, it's been just good tape. Every weekend you can expect some good music. I don't know. I think it's because I don't. I think it's because I'm so used to overly saturated music industry with everybody dropping stuff. Now it's kind of like when I don't have a good a good new tape list to on Fridays. I'm kind of like, well, dang. And I feel like it's been constant these past couple weeks. I feel like ever since Dirt had dropped, not saying because of him. I just feel like since then, nobody has consistently been dropping good music. Like it's been singles, but it's. It's just not cohesively great <laughs> like it used to be. I don't know. But we got some good stuff. Um, Let's see. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? So let's start off. Oh, first one. My boy Nook. Nook. Uh, PGF Nook. Uh, and yeah, Polo. Polo G did the remix to What Up. That's my that's my song. I like that song hard. <laughs> I, I was I was dismissive at first of Nook. I feel like he was whack. I ain't gonna lie. Um, But I think... I've been listening to him a lot on my ways to work and stuff. And then, like I said, the remix dropped. Like, he hard. He definitely going to be a, a Chicago goat of this year. Uh, and, you know, anytime Polo get a track, it, he's snapping. Especially a, a remix. I feel like Polo always have a chip. That's why I respect Polo. Polo always actually has a chip on his shoulder. Like, he had to go harder every time. So, I really respect that of, of him as an artist. 
And you don't do too much in the industry to make it seem like it's all like media presence and all that stupid stuff. But yeah, Apology, PGF Nook, What Up Remix, Hard. Shout out, shout out to No More Heroes for the visuals. They be going crazy too on like a music video, videography tip. They de they definitely bring that cinematography and that creativeness to their videos. Shout out to them as well. Um, and Ali Chopper dropped a single called Yak Flow. Um, that was good too. I have a thing with like artists always dropping songs that's called like Gates Flow or Yak Flow or Young Boy Flow or you know, like they're just different artist flows because they don't sound like them. Like it's, it's very rarely you ever hear artists make a song called Some Something Flow and they sound like the artist. You know, like with this song, it's not, he didn't sound like Kodak at all. It was just more slowed down and more relaxed tempo of a song and cadence of his verses than what he would usually do. Um, because, you know, he usually do like a lot of little bouncy, you know, trap drill beats and stuff like that. So I would say it was a, a yak, it didn't remind me of Kodak, but it definitely was a hard song. Like he definitely, you know, was in his bag talking about some, you know, just some serious, you know, some, I feel like I could tell it's definitely some personal stuff he's talking about that's, you know, about him. So I like the song, though. Definitely check it out. Um, Young Boy, The Last Slimito, another, he, it's not even fully dropped, it's the pre-order, but he put like 10 songs on the pre-order. I don't understand what Young Boy is doing, honestly. I know he mentioned something on Academics, thing that he was trying to get out of his contract. So I guess this is him trying to drop a bunch of music. I don't even know how whole I don't know how contracts and stuff work, of course, in the music industry. So I, I don't know if just because he honors that they go drop him. I feel like they're losing their money. They just let him drop everything. I feel like he just enjoys to do it and that just be petty. But I'm not mad at it because I always I always enjoy some good young boy music. But at the same time, when he drops too much, at one point it gets stagnant to me. Like I just feel like that's what happened with um, when he dropped Thirty Eight Baby Two, and what was the other joke he dropped? Still, was it still stepping, still flexing, whatever? I just felt like it was just the same young boy over and over and over again. And Colors was hard. Colors was hard. It was different um, with different beats, different deliveries, in a sense. Uh, the joint he had with the um, baby was hard because, you know, he had the baby on it, so it was different flows and different stuff, too, different chemistry. And then you had the one with him and Birdman was definitely different beats and stuff. And I enjoyed that a lot. I like Colors a lot. I, like, I, think I listen to Colors a lot now. But this one, these last 10 songs just sound like Young Boy. You know, the same old Young Boy, you know. Either a super hard beat and he rapping crazy, talking about murder music, or a super chill beat, talking about, you know, if you love me, you love me. If you need me, then it's fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Um, I'm always excited for the Young Boy, but it kind of is what it is with that one. Let's see what else we got. Then we got um, Lil Easy. Lil Easy dropping the tape, so he dropped the single off of the tape. Called nothing left. Uh, I like Lil Easy. He's another guy from Chicago that's coming up. He had that song. Uh, what's it called? Dang, what's the name of the song? It was like uh, I forgot the name. Dang. Um, oh, on the come up. That joint was hard. And um, so, so yeah, I'm definitely enjoying the new Lil Easy song. I'm excited for his tape. I like underground artists of right now and what they make. Let's see. And then we got Gucci Man. He did a song with. Uh, I guess it's an old song with Dolph on it, and it had Key Glock called Blood All on it. It was cool to listen to it because, you know, it brought, I guess, a shining light on Dolph, you know, still keeping them alive as they should. So definitely, I enjoyed the song. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was just a good song, you know. Like I always say, a good Key Glock song, a good Gucci Man song. It always proved my point every time. But seeing all of them on the track together was cool. I always like when Key Glock get on, song, get on songs with other people because he never does features, so it's always a breath of fresh air. 
hearing him with people on different features and stuff. So I guess I, I guess I gotta look for him, look forward to him being on songs that's not his song, like he's featuring it. So that was good. Um, the DCG brothers dropping a tape called Jungle Life coming soon. I think coming next week. I'm excited for that because I've been a DCG fan for a couple weeks now with the, the deliveries and the the drops they've been doing, different music and different music videos and stuff. So I'm definitely excited to see what they got talking about. I think I had a song with G Herbo too. And if y'all didn't know, G Herbo's my favorite artist. So I'm excited to hear all of them on track together. I feel like that's going to be good. But it's called, the song itself is called Mm Hmm with the other brother, it uh, was MSAF. So. Definitely hard. Nothing crazy on the no, no crazy you know part to the song, but it definitely was a good song though. Um, uh, YSL guy called T Shine dropped a song called "Still Ain't Finished" featuring Gunna. It's from his tape called Cafe Nights. I like a lot of under. If y'all didn't know, I like a lot of underground artists, whether it be you know like from my city Richmond or from you know you know Atlanta, New York, just you know the big rap cities. Cause I like you know that's I like people more hungry and they enjoy music better. I mean, they make better music when they're not super mainstream. They're just making it for the fans. They're making it because they actually like the songs they're making. So I like that song. I like so that brings me back to T Shine being a smaller guy, you know, name wise on from YSL. So he's um you know putting on for the conglomerate with Young Thug and Gunna and all this like that. But he definitely holding his own. He got a couple songs too I heard before. So if y'all haven't checked him out, go ahead and check him out too. Um, some guy I just heard of called the Boy Dame. <laughs> I didn't even I I think you think he said he's from Oakland in the song so I guess he's a California guy. He made a song. I think he a producer because he didn't rap on the song at all. But he got it got has ESTG and Rick Ross on it. So that was a collab I never thought I hear and and like enjoy. <laughs> yeah, um, ESTG of course always does his thing. Rick Ross, the big biggest boss, he always do his thing. So uh, again, another good track for the week. I'm trying, check, I'm trying to check my things. So I make sure I'm on time for y'all. I only got a minute left, so I'm trying to hurry up. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, ESTG for two Doug back with another song called Everybody Shooters too. I'm loving it. It's my favorite song of the week for sure. I am both big fans of both of their music, especially Doug. So if they come out with a tape, I'm super excited. Like a collab tape. It's like their second song they dropped back to back that they did together. I think a tape's coming, and I feel like that'll make me excited and make me get the reinvigoration of the rap game again because they're a great artists, especially together like they crazy so i'm excited for those two tapes i'm sorry for their tape they dropping with that i'm supposed to be doing the songs but everybody shooters too they snap like doug definitely snap for sure and then lastly last but not least i did it on purpose to wait for this song actually not song it's an album dreamville gangsta grills mixtape d-day oh my gosh bro Oh my gosh, that tape was so hard. I mean, that was is so hard. Like, th- like every song, even the I didn't go like even the Ari Linux songs go crazy. Like I was listening to them like they regular rap songs. Like I don't know. It's like ever since Dreamville, I actually had a time had a chance to listen to their songs. Like I mean, ever since the, the third Dreamville song, the most recent one, and I actually got a chance to listen to the music. All of them go crazy for real. Like as far as groups go. As far as groups go, I would definitely say, who is uh, CMG in a sense? You know, they're not really a group, but a group. They have the best collective right now. But you can't beat Money Bag, ESCG, Forty Two Doug, Block Boy, Black Youngster, Yo Gotti, all in a, all in a group together. You just can't. Like it's unbeatable. But 
you got QC, but as far as like real rap lyricism goes, the, the, the Dreamville is definitely up there. They're up there for sure. Like Lou, even a, even got like Lou Omen, Jig, if J. Cole already stamped. Alright, Lennox already stamped. But Jig, I mean, um, Lou Omen, who else on there? Um, Kai's, they all, them boys, they all go crazy, bro. Like, my favorite song is Harrison Line, the song, and the J. Cole song, Freedom of Speech, uh, Stick with Kenny Mason, Sheck West, attached to um, J. Cole and Jid on it. And I kind of like the Ari Lennox Blackberry Sap song, too. I know it's like a, like a sexual song, but I like it, though. <laughs> and then, uh, what's wrong with that, too? I mean, the whole tape fire. So if you haven't checked it out, I don't know, you must be living on rock because the whole tapes go crazy. But yeah, um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it, guys. That's wrap up New Music Monday as well as this podcast episode. Like I said, today I just want to come talk to y'all and just tell y'all how I've been feeling lately. I'm glad I got to get this off my chest. Like I said, if you haven't, please, please, please go check out the podcast episodes and this one as well or all streaming platforms. I keep saying all. It's really that. If you got Apple Music and you got Spotify, go check it out. If not, continue to catch us on YouTube. So, yeah, bro. Um, I appreciate everybody coming on. Next episode, I'm going to have to ha- try to have somebody come on again. Like I said, it's just a logistics thing, but I'm definitely going to try to see who can come and talk about that real, real <laughs> on the podcast. I'm also working on to get another mic, too, so that way you can, you know, that way people can, you know, connect and all, you know, be here and it sounds cohesive because my biggest thing, like I said, I want to get the best quality and, you know, really put my foot down this year with everything I do. And that also because of the podcast and having the best audio and visual quality. So definitely go get a better another mic and headset and whole nine so y'all we can hear everybody good. But that wraps it up for me guys. Appreciate everybody checking out. And y'all be easy breezies. Peace.